we get that, we get that. You know, those are my personal thoughts. I don't want to let my personal thoughts dictate what's actually true. Because you may say something completely different. So, Mic check, mic check. Heck yeah. All right, are we recording? Three, two, one. Yo, welcome back, y'all, to the pod. Ooh, big confetti to the new people who are here, though. Thank y'all. Thank y'all so much for coming. Thank y'all so much for being uh, here. Thank you so much for listening, taking time out your day to come and listen to a, a young blood speak about the word. God speak about following Christ think about uh this that and the other you know what I'm saying welcome to the pod uh welcome back to the word of reason podcast um uh I don't want to go over that those who listened to the last episode there was still some things being figured out about this there are some things that we're figuring out and learning about but I don't really want to go and talk about a whole lot of things because we're still figuring it out you know what I'm saying rather talk about it when it's all cooked up but I do want to talk about a few values and things that I'm I'm learning, which is that I love providing perspective uh, to people who are seeking reason, who are seeking understanding, providing a different perspective to think like this, providing a different perspective to think like that. That to me is amazing, which actually leads into what we're going to talk about today. But I want to first say thank you guys so much for coming and listening. All the links to the other uh, things you may need are all down in the description. Even if you listen on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, um, Samsung, iHeartRadio, your mama uh, stereo system. I don't know. Anywhere you are at, welcome. Links are down below. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be talking about communication. We're going to be talking about um, the importance of adding curiosity into your conversations. Um, and going back actually to a podcast I did a while ago, um, we did a Q and a, it was about like two, no, not two, but like three or four episodes ago. I don't know. It might've been 21. I'm thinking 21 was, it might've been 22. I think it might've been 22. I'm wearing a red and a black shirt. You'll see it says Q and a in the thumbnail. I don't know why I'm tripping about it, but, um, Yeah, we 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 got a question that came in that was asking, how do I tell my future spouse or the person I'm dating and looking at to be my wife about my past? And uh, ultimately, it came down to, you know, I answered the question and it came down to the importance of communicating. Right. And that's something that I have to admit. uh, We have gotten really bad as human beings at communicating how we feel and I don't blame that on well I don't want to say that I want to say rather we've gotten really bad at communicating in my opinion um because we kind of grew up in like a few different ways that they kind of put it out there where it's just like um 
nobody cares what you think. Nobody cares what you have to say. Suck it up, deal with it, and move on. You know, that's kind of where it has been for these last, where it's been for my whole life sometimes in the world. Sometimes not even this household, but like legitimately, that is what society kind of pushes. They, they, there's this frontal cover of, 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 you know, find somebody to talk to. We're here for you. Da, 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 da. But then on the literal inside, there's a cavity where we're screaming, nobody really cares what you think. Bottle it up, shake it up like it's a Coke, throw it at the ground, watch it explode, and move on with your life. Deal with it by yourself. Nobody cares. And I want to say to you, please, let's let's scoop that out today. Let's scoop that out. All right? That's what we're here for. We're going to scoop that out. Right? So, one of the things that uh, I've been learning recently is is um adding curiosity in the way that you think uh to avoid assumptions about what people are saying it really helps to to go forth in conversation like that now if somebody says something that i didn't like or that i'm not so sure of ask why don't don't make assumptions and be all like so what you're trying to say is don't don't go for that route. That route is going to end up in something called an argument, which a lot of the times we disguise an argument as a car conversation. Yes, there's argumentative conversations, but, you know, sometimes it get a little bit stanky. The flesh get in there. It smell like a bunch of New York City um rodents. It don't be smelling like the uh, walking in the spirit. It don't be smelling like nothing but uh feeding your flesh in those conversations. It don't really smell like God is in the middle of those conversations sometimes. So by seriously adding curiosity into your perspective onto what people are saying, I honestly think and know for myself that that tends to end up in better results rather than making assumptions about what people are saying and you may be thinking oh well i don't really make assumptions i don't really make assumptions if you have to leave out the conversation by not having understanding what people are saying then you've left out the conversation with an assumption you're going to try and formulate what you thought was being said in that conversation and then end up a lot of times ending up in those those mirror talks or those uh, those fantasy talks where you're in the bathroom talking about some if this person dare say this, I'm going to say that I'm going to tell them this. I'm going to respond like that. And then you're creating a whole scenario and a fantasy in your head about an, a fake argument that never even happened. Why? Because you did not seek clarity. OK, we're starting off real hard. OK, OK. Adding that conf not confusion that um that questioning, adding in that questioning, adding in that why or what do you mean by that or what did you mean when you said this? Ask questions to gain understanding. 
Because when you avoid that and then take on the mindset of, ah, it'll wash away. No, it don't. Because when the enemy reminds you of that conversation that he was present in, because both flesh are being riled up and tickled and fancy with temptation to pop off at the mouth. Speaking from experience. Dog, he going to start reminding you of all these things that the person quote unquote said that you that actually really wasn't even said. But you were so riled up and angry that you got confused and you didn't ask questions. You made presumptions about what was being said. You didn't seek that clarity and ask those questions. And by adding like seriously being curious, not faking curiosity, not acting curious to get a point out of somebody. So then you can then respond. But listen, listen, even if you if even if you disagree. Listen to the person, understand where their mind is at. Understand what it is that they're saying process it and find out oh i agree with this person i disagree with this person in some areas or i disagree wholly you are either agreeing agreeing with some disagreements here or disagreeing completely and we gotta get to the point where we start having conversations where we gain context Because a person will say something that they're so accustomed to with their context. If this person's mindset is tailored this way and then you get into conversation with them, the way that their mindset works will be tailored to what they're saying out of their mouth. You don't have their brain and their understanding of what they know. So ask questions as to what that person's thinking to gain that context that they're saying. Learn to effectively communicate with one another. We've got to start communicating effectively as one another. And one thing that I, I see in the body of Christ. Yep, we're switching over to that right here. One thing that we see, I see, I see in the body of Christ is so many. My side is right. I'm going to convince you that your side is wrong. I have a preconceived notion that this is right. Anything you say will not potentially change how I'm thinking. This is going to be instilled in your mind when I tell you this thing. That's not going to end well. That's where all these contentions and different arguments come up. That's where the body of Christ starts arguing with the body of Christ. That's when we act like two five-year-olds, like me and my brother used to act when I wanted to get on the game and he was already on the game for an hour and 20 minutes instead of an hour. Then guess what? Our little disagreement starts ending up in a little scratch fight, a little pulling on the shirts fight, a little... Grabbing on the noggin or something Whatever them little kids be doing bro Cause that ain't even fighting bro That's like a cat fight low key But like hold on I'm gonna pull up some scripture Some scripture Hold on brother Hold on Hold on brother Hold on Hold on 
Also cop this new Bible. I think it looks amazing. NLT version. Anywho, this is Ephesians chapter four. So it says, therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling, for you have been called by God. Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. I ain't never read it in NLT version, so I'm legit getting hyped, brother. That wasn't like a lie. That always be what? Humble and gentle. Be patient with each other. For what? Making allowance for each other's faults because of what? Your love. Going into any disagreement with this angry nature of I'm going to be right, you're going to be wrong, I'm going to tell you that you're wrong, you're going to accept this and change right on the spot, win for me. Notice how I said win for me and not a win for their relationship with God. When you apply, hold on, I got to. Notice how I said win for me. When you try and prove your point to somebody, are you making the point to prove yourself to be right? Or are you making your point to point them back to God? Are you making a point to get them to consult things over with God? Are you pointing them back to their relationship with God in hopes that they go back to God with it? Or are you making your point to be like, ah, my perception of things has now been deemed the absolute. And my perception of this knowledge is 100% accurate. Therefore, I must let everybody else know that they're wrong. Now, let me clarify, too. I'm not saying that if somebody's legitimately getting clearly wrong, don't bring it up to them. And just, you know what I'm saying? Let them go. You know what I'm saying? No. Discuss it, but discuss it properly. Communicate effectively. Let's communicate with human beings like they're human beings. And not just... How do I want to say this? Let's communicate with human beings like they're human beings and not just a point on the board system of people I've convinced that what I think is true. What we're walking in is a relationship with the God of the universe. Everything that we do should be for the glory of him. So when we're talking to people about our perspectives and our understanding on the walk with Christ, what I'm trying to do I'm speaking for myself. What I'm trying to do is help you to reflect back and think about your relationship with Christ. To provide perspective and understanding on on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's what I'm thinking. And I'm willing to talk with other people and, and maybe my perception change. And I'm going to potentially disagree with some and agree with others. 
There's literally a case going on right now where there is somebody that presented an idea to me in the DMs in which I disagreed. And that's okay that we disagreed. What I'm not going to do is go back and forth day and night, night and day, trying to be like, okay, you're wrong. I'm right. Let's go over the point again. No. And there's also a case where somebody presented me with an idea that I didn't know. And once he started clicking the dots, bro, I was like, yeah, I agree with you on that. I see what you're seeing. I get that. I see that. I agree with what you're saying. And we had the conversation. Be blessed. The other conversation still where I disagree. I disagree and be blessed. Go forth with your relationship with Christ. I'm going forth with mine as well. You know, if we still come back around to each other and we have another uh, discussion in which we disagree, we shall disagree or agree or agree on some things and disagree on some other things. We will have that conversation and hold that tension there. Because it's like the same ideology. That. Because what I think is true, everybody else has to think is true. And an example is like, bro. I eat bacon. I eat pork. As a Christian, no, it is not a sin to eat pork. It is not a sin to eat pork. Now, if you choose not to eat pork, that is you. If I choose to eat pork, that is me. Am I aware of the unhealthy choice that it is to eat pork? Absolutely. And I'm still eating it. Not going to lie to you. However, because this person feels, no, I don't eat pork, and I'm saying, hey, I do eat pork, I'm not going to end the friendship over that just because we have a disagreement. Bro, he can like his pork, or he can dislike pork, I can like pork, and guess what? We still friends. Heck, me and Jess even, me and my friend Jess had that same disagreement. She was like, yeah, no, I don't eat pork. I don't think that's healthy for our bodies. And I'm like, yeah, I'm understandable. And I think it tastes good. So I'm, I'm going to eat it. And then we had our conversation. It wasn't like she was trying to, we, we weren't trying to convince each other. We were just having a conversation, but I'm still, I still didn't even read the verse to the point where I was thinking, right? But as the body of Christ, let's let's not force feed each other our thoughts and our perceptions, but let's converse it. Let's conversate it. And in our friendships and in our relationships and in our marriages, let's conversate rather than just forcibly push our thoughts. So it says in verse four or not four, but chapter four it says, therefore, I beg, therefore, I, a prisoner for serving the Lord, beg you to lead a life worthy of your calling for you have been called by God always be humble and gentle be patient with each other making allowance for each other's faults because of your love verse 3 make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit binding yourselves together with peace make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit what spirit the spirit of God who's in what the body of Christ the believers, the followers of Christ. Okay. Binding yourselves together with peace. Binding yourself together with peace. We have the spirit. of This is talk. It literally, it says unity in the body. If you think it's not talking about the body of Christ. Let's take the veil off of our eyes here for a second and read. 
Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit. Binding yourselves together with peace. For there is one body and one spirit. Just as you have been called to one glorious hope for the future. So it talks about for there is one body, the body of Christ and one spirit, the spirit of God, which is in the body of Christ, which is to be held together in unity by peace. Yes, we're going to disagree like the verse right before it says. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Yes, they may be wrong. And if they're wrong, keep it a peaceful, patient, humble and gentle conversation. <clears throat> oh, wow. Oh, wow. You know? You know, man? It's starting off heated. Getting a little, getting a little hot. <laughs> but nah, look. Another thing I want to talk about and discuss, which is on my heart, is... Nah, I think we discussed that, technically. But it's, it's really... To, to, to give some to give what I use in the case that I brought up about being curious or communicating with curiosity, start asking why, you know, and be genuine with, with, with your curiosity, because even in this point where you're genuinely being curious, the, the tendencies for me sometimes even slip up where. I ask them why to hear their perspective and still get the mindset sometimes of listening to respond rather than listening to understand. And when you listen to respond in any case scenario, you're not being smart. It is not the smarter decision to make. But rather be slow to speak, quick to listen, open ears first, not the mouth first, and genuinely be ready to listen to what they're saying. Even if you disagree, let your disagreement be known. Communicate that you don't feel comfortable. Communicate that you don't feel the same way. Communicate this, communicate that, communicate with each other. Tell each other, we ain't mind readers around these parts. All right? Let God be the one that can read the minds. And let God who's in you be patient, gentle, and humble to conversate with your brother or sister or your family member or your friend effectively. Knock that one out the ballpark. So hopefully, 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 hopefully there was something in you, in you, something in there for you uh, in the case of like communicating effectively because I often still have points where um, I leave conversations without fully understanding what a person meant and I wish I could just go back and be like what what do you mean why did you say that and and literally sometimes it, it, it no not sometimes a lot of the time it really works like, to give it in a perspective, I was playing Roblox one time. It was a really long time ago, right? And I was preaching the gospel 
on mic up. I didn't go on there with the full intent of doing so. I was just feeling it that day. Holy Spirit put some boldness in me to really go out there and talk. And at that point, I didn't know that I was so brittled and feared with the fear of man. Um, so it was really tough. It was hard. But he, he boldened me up, talked to these people, planted some seeds. And upon hearing it, there was somebody that went up there on mic up. Y'all know the tower. My little Roblox, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Just That's all you're getting, bro. You're getting those few notes. If you play Roblox, you already know what I'm playing. <laughs> uh, you already know what I'm talking about with that. Um, but anywho, I'd be on Roblox. Um, for the people who may be listening from Roblox. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I know I'd be rapping about poop and all that. You know what I'm saying? On neighbor, what is it called? Neighbor? Anyways, the point of the story that I was trying to tell you is on mic up, was talking about the gospel with this person. She was of Islamic faith. She didn't agree with it. But you know what? Even then, I held the tension of that. We held the tension of that disagreement. And I listened to her, but I also could have done a better job of listening. I will definitely be honest. That's why I'm talking about the fact that listening to respond will really mess up your comprehensive level of that person's mindset. And we really got to link together. This is what this person understands. And this is the context built around what they're saying. They say what they say with the context of what they know. I'm saying what I say only to this point and they have this context. Hey, what do you mean by your context? Now they talk more. And now you gain more understanding on their perspective. And then that's how you conversate. You know, but there was a person who came up and started yelling some expletive things about God. Um, And then I, 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 I was pissed. I ain't gonna cat to you. I was pissed. And I still was like, why do you think that? Why are you saying what you're saying? Like, listen, 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 wait, listen to what you're saying. I want to know why are you saying this stuff? Why are you saying what you're saying right now? Oops. Like, please tell me why. I want to know why you're why you're coming up here and doing this. And he sat there for a little sec. Was quiet. And then he. He was just like. Actually, I don't know why. I'm sorry. And apologized. And we had a fruitful conversation for an hour and 15 minutes. And then my patience was tested. Oh, we're not going to go there. Why are we going to focus on the negative there? Whoa. Habit. Sorry. Um... I'm not going to focus on the negative with that, but that person, we, we had a conversation that was fruitful for like an hour and 15 minutes. And that's why it's important to ask why there's so much depth to why even ask yourself why. Oh, let's get to that. Let's start asking ourselves why. Why do I get upset? And why am I so mad when somebody is driving so slow on the road? Why do I get mad when somebody cuts me off and da 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 when I'm going this fast? Why do I get mad when I get on the road and why do I start cussing people out and getting mad? My answer to that was 
I ask myself why. I'm impatient because I'm trying to get somewhere. And had I left a little bit earlier, knowing that I had the tendency to be like this, we wouldn't be all antsy and upset and talking crazy behind the steering wheel. And I had to look at myself before I start pushing that on the other people. And being like, this is your fault for why I'm feeling the way I feel. Why do you feel the way you feel about what was said or what happened? Why do we feel like that? And so that, that's, that's something that's something that can be applied to yourself as well. Um, ask why. Why do I feel the way I feel? Why does this irritate me the way it irritates me? Why do I think the way I think? Why is this affecting me the way it's affecting me? Start asking why. Let's start getting down to the root of this stuff, man curiosity in communication curiosity in communication so all right moving on to another thing that i really wanted to talk about that just actually happened too um i want to talk about what just happened with me um i uh yes let's talk about that i have for the longest had the tendency to neglect receiving thanks and I had it was it was bad I had the the tendency to neglect really receiving thanks from people because I would always say don't even thank me give that glory to God give that thanks to God and let me clarify what I mean by that because it's like, yes, all the glory is due to God. And you're able to receive a good job from people. You're able to receive a thank you from people. You're able to receive praise from people as long as you're not feeding from that. And you really, really marinate, resonate thrive off of and seek after this praise and approval of man but rather when you accept that praise in your heart don't let that pride seep in thinking that that's all you but in your heart keep it really ingrained let it be there let it be present written on your heart that i still am giving that glory to god for putting me in this position that I'm in to be able to have even said what I said. So it's like this. For example, I I have received plenty of times where I'd say, where, where, I mean, I've received plenty of times where people have said, this is a good word. Thank you so much for this. I needed to hear this or you phrased this so well or X, Y, and Z. And I, I some, those are literally the hardest comments to reply to other than amen like i'm gonna <laughs> just be i'm gonna just be honest bro the hardest comments to reply to are neck and neck with amen and thank you for your good word not my good word but thank you see i think it was there right there nah i don't think so i don't know but um it would be thank you so much for that good word and I would struggle with replying to these comments because I had this this mentality of, oh, if I'm receiving any of that, 
I'm immediately prideful. I'm immediately right there at prideful. And that's not exactly true. When you receive compliments, when you receive gift, when you receive thanks, yes, glory and praise be to God. And thank you for complimenting me. Thank you for saying good job. Thank you for that. And thank you. And and alongside two things can be true. Yes. Thank you. And glory be to God. Thank you so much for the compliment. And it was so very hard for me to accept that because I thought I thought on two sides of extremes. I said either all praise every last bit of it. Don't direct it to me like this is think of it as a triangle. God, obviously at the pinnacle, a person talking to me. So it's like a, a right triangle. Think of a right triangle. Please tell me you guys know about your triangles. It's it's the one with the 90 degree angle in the corner. A right triangle, right? I might, I hope I'm not wrong because if so, I need to relearn my triangles, bro. But I'm pretty sure it's a right triangle. So on point C, at the bottom of the hypotenuse, is it the hypotenuse? I think, so. I don't know. I hope I'm not butchering that. But at point C, there's a person that is directing it over here to point whatever. I don't know if that's A or B. We're just going to say point B. So there's a compliment going from someone else to you. And say thank you for that. And then from your heart, you're simultaneously also, in addition to that comment, saying, thank you, God, for being able to be in this position where I'm at, to be able to bless others. Thank you for that compliment, and thank you, God, for putting me here. But I used to think that it was either one or two extremes. Person gives the compliment, they would direct it at me, I would deflect it midway and be like, thank God, not me. Or I would think it's not even a triangle on the other hard extreme, which would be person gives praise. That person doesn't even acknowledge God because he soaks and bathes up in that that praise from man. So I was on that hard flip of the coin where it was like not a single ounce of thanks, praise, congrats needs to go to me. If it does, I'm automatically blocking out that whole thank you. I'm just like, God, thank you for your 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 good word. Your your this, your that, your everything. And the Lord spoke to me on that today. And as much as I say two things can be true, that's the same thing here. Two things can be true here. You can receive a compliment and not be prideful for accepting that compliment. The pride comes in when you leave God out the equation for the praise that you get from people. When you leave God out the equation of anything and think that it's on your own accord, that's when that pride seeps in. Let us be mindful of the fact that wherever we are right now, we're there for a reason. God's hand is in it some way, shape, or form. 
If not, the enemy is running rampant because we have given him room to move. People want to... I'm going to go over that quick. God ain't the one who be doing the evil. God ain't the one doing the evil. Have we opened the doors for Satan to move? We're just going to act like he doesn't exist and we're going to blame everything that happens with God? Now, hold on. Hold on. Opening up to James. Where is the verse? Where is it? I don't even know where it's at. Well, I don't know the address. Um, there we go. So don't be misled in in James chapter. Sorry, James chapter one, verses sixteen to seventeen. So don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down for down to us from God our Father, who created all lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. He chose to give birth to us by giving us his true word. And we, out of all creation, became his prized possession. So, do you think that God, this is a question for you. This is not me lecturing. But do you think that God, seeing us as his prized possession, will then subject us to pain and inflict suffering on us. It's not congruent. It don't even make sense. So who is doing all the bad? Who was influencing all these negative things? We can't act like we haven't given more influence over to Satan in this world rather than we have given influence to God in this world. Point case and example, right? It's like this. We choose who we want to let in. We choose who we entertain. We choose who we will entertain. I don't want to say it like that and then you get the, the wrong ideal. We choose who we want. You have a choice. Who are we going to choose to let in? Are we going to let Satan influence our decisions and let him have his way in our life? Or are we going to let God be Lord of our lives and let his spirit move through us onto other people in this world? How, which one are we going to choose? Are we going to let Satan, demons, evil spirits, principalities and powers have our way with our life, take away our lifespan by by indulging in drugs, by indulging in alcohol, by by being angry and stressed out every second of the day because he strips away your peace. He strips away your prosperity. He strips away all that and gives you good looking things that are like a cavity in a tooth. It looks pre- it can look pretty on the outside and it's hollow in the middle. You take a toothpick and stick it hard enough, that thing gonna fall through. 
You got that side or you got God who is going to bring forth his Holy Spirit and bring forth peace, love, joy, content in him. Prosperity, wealth, and wealth ain't just money, by the way. Oh, wealth ain't just money. You can have wealth of joy, wealth of peace. Wealth of all these different fruits of the spirit. That is something that I I think is true wealth. I don't think wealth is solely money. I think wealth is truly in God and in his heart and in the fruits of the spirit. I think wealth lies within Christ. And it's not about all monetary money values and this, that, and the other. I want wealth of joy in Christ. It's mine in Christ. To have joy, to have peace in Christ. Let's go ahead and open up some some fruits of the Spirit, man. Let's go ahead and get to it. Thank you for opening up right to that chapter, huh? Let's go ahead and... But but I want wealth of love, wealth of joy, wealth of peace, wealth of patience, wealth of kindness, wealth of goodness, wealth of faithfulness, wealth of gentleness, wealth of self-control. However, we also play a part. It says those who belong to Christ, Jesus have nailed. Those who belong to Christ Jesus have nailed the passions and desires of their sinful nature to his cross and crucified them there. Since we are living by the spirit, let us follow the spirit's leading in every, 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 every part of our lives. Let us not become conceited and or hard headed, air headed, um, egotistical or provoke one another or be jealous of one another. So the thing is, is we have to turn our backs on all these things that the enemy's providing that obviously have no long lasting value. It's all temporary and a counterfeit and a forfeit of what God offers. We got to ditch that and choose him, which has everlasting benefits as opposed to everlasting suffering and separation from everything I just, well, everything that the word just listed. Which one's going to be the better option? What will you choose? (laughs) But yeah, I think that that was a lot of what I wanted to say. Yeah, no, it's imperative to communicate effectively. Let, 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 Let let's talk about that. The ideal that nobody cares what you think, let's take it a little bit further. Let's say, let's say that's the truth, right? Let's say you and your friend are having a conversation, there's a disagreement, and you felt hurt by a statement you said. Now you've got two options, either bury it down and hold contempt, or discuss it and let the person know. Let's say you choose option two and you let that person know. There's either two responses they could have. Say, hey, What you said hurt my feelings and they could either do option one. All right. 
I don't think I really care that that hurt your feelings. Like they could be dismissive. That's what I'm trying to say. Option number one is they could be very dismissive. You know what you do with that person? You either do one of two things. You can either stop associating yourself with that person or stop telling that person or stop talking to them. No, no, no. Stop talking with people like that. Don't associate yourself so very closely with a person that genuinely doesn't care about how you feel. I think taking time away from a person like that or altogether removing yourself from a person like that is genuinely important, important, because if they can't value the way that you felt to any degree, they can still maybe say like, okay, well, I didn't mean I didn't mean it to be like that. And I apologize for the fact that it came off like this and explain what they really meant. Have a conversation. Let's talk. Let's talk. Burying it deep down does nothing but build this ticking time bomb. Boom! Now I'm pissed off. Now I want to tell them off. Like, we don't... No, 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 no. What does it say in Ephesians chapter 4? Being in a humble, patient, um, gentle attitude, behavior, in an approach of somebody who is false or who you're in disagreement of approach them how with love first being gentle humble and patient not angry f- rageful and bitter with a falsified face saying Hey, let's just have a talk. You know you about to blast off at the mouth. Come on, let's have some self-control. It's a fruit of the spirit. I know it's hard sometimes. Take that deep breath. Take that deep breath. Go to the throne room. And if you're asking how to go to the throne room, go to the presence of God. Pray. Talk to Let his presence be there. Ask God, Father, I need you right now. I need you to be present in me. Holy Spirit, I pray that your presence resides upon me to bring me peace, to bring me a sober mind so I could think about this in a fruitful manner that would be effective in both of our relationships with you and bring forth growth. That takes a lot of strength sometimes. And it's important that we we communicate let's let's implement that healthy communication not these heated debates and discussion and arguments debates to me is what we were discussing earlier i'm gonna get my point you say your point we're both going to disagree and i'm only listening to respond to what you're saying like i'm hearing what you're saying and i'm going to respond back with Oh, but now that this is, this is, this, you know, not all debates are bad. It's just some debates aren't even really necessary. That's why I don't touch that. I'm not, I'm not a debater. I don't do debates. I don't like debates. They stink. My fl- no, don't do that. But, uh, yeah, healthy communications, healthy conversations, um, realizing 
it's okay to accept compliments. It's it's okay to to receive that. And in tandem with that, in your heart and verbally be able to express it's like, yeah, thank you for all this. And I thank God. Not but don't even talk to me. You know, that wasn't healthy. I kind of want to give you the backstory and then I'm going to wrap it up. All right. I'm going to give you the backstory with that one. Because I know I just, you know, was it was like here and then I said something else and then I just jumped right back to it. So, you know what I'm saying? Give me give me a little give me a little space, man. All right. Give me a little give me a little give me a little room. Give me like a little give me a little bit of time. Give me a little a little few minutes. But um I was watching a video on TikTok. It was by a creator named It's Cassie Blanco. Love her content. And I love the way she's outside with the word in the in the microphone. It's so so natural closest word. it was the first word i thought of natural it's natural but um what it was what it was it was about uh how it's a it's before the calm it's the calm before the storm getting ready for this that and the other and x y and z and it really hit me but what happened is Okay. Excuse me. I'm sorry. I just didn't want you to to hear that in the background. I didn't know if you could hear that. It should be fine. But um, what I'm saying is, in that video, it gets to the point where I'm like, yeah, this is really applying to me. It's really applying to me. And then what happened was she said something about, and you've been denying your flesh. And that's when I cringe because I'm like, okay, hold on. And so for context... A few days ago, a brother Maine threw himself into pornography, threw himself into the fact that he wanted sexual desires, not wanted pornography, wanted sexual pleasure. Because the thing is, is God has been shutting this door of pornography and it has been tough. But but one of the things that he's revealed to me is the importance of realizing We've what you've got to do in getting rid of this to really come to me is deny the fact that, yes, you want these things. But come to me. Deny these things and come to me. Choose me over that. Let your heart choose me over these 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 sinful desires that you have, those fleshly things that you want. Choose me over that. And he's been showing me how. You know, the minutest things catch these little, little itty bits of bread crumblings of flesh feeding that you do throughout your day. Like the times when you look at the uh, explore page on Instagram and you see tight gym shorts. Or when you're on TikTok and you scroll across a promotion of OnlyFans or something like that. Or when you see uh, a nude ad pop up whenever you're on uh, a streaming website and it does one of those pop ups. And you're lingering and looking at these things and feeding your flesh and being like, golly, or going to profiles and looking at women for their body. You know, when you go and do all this stuff, you're feeding your flesh and feeding your flesh for that big slip up where. Oh, shoot, now I'm in a pornography. Or, oh, shoot, now I've been letting these conversations slide up and slide up and slide up uh, and slide past and slide past and slide past. And now I'm angry and pissed off and I just cussed out my boss. And you just, or cussed out my friend, 
or custom X, Y, and Z. Doesn't matter. But feeding the flesh over time for this big slip up is what he revealed to me. And I was just kind of like, okay, dang, I didn't know it was that deep. And so what happened was it was real late night and I felt, I, I, I literally searched up um, something that was completely unrelated to any sexual content whatsoever. And somehow, some way, it happened to be one of the first things that popped up, which was a pair of cheeks. And I I saw it and, you know, my heart did a little skip a jumper. And what happened forth from there is when I ended up looking at pornography, I was looking at it and God has been working on me so much to the fact that this stuff don't even feel the same. Stuff don't really even feel the same. Like I'm looking at it. And I'm not even feeling the same way. Like, there's sometimes when you're looking at pornography where you feel glued to the screen, right? Like, oh, dopamine rush. I was looking at that, and I'm like, we have better things to be doing right now. We've got work to be doing. Go ahead and go ahead and do it. Go get back on that computer. Go do the work. But I was just kind of like, uh, I would rather feel. So- I want to feel something right now, so I went forward and pursued that feeling. And it was obviously the wrong decision. And I literally could audibly hear when I finished. I could hear in like a distance, multiple different voices hollering out. Yes. Yes. Like finally. Yes. He opened up the door again. So going back to the TikTok, when I heard that about the feeding the fleshly desires, I cringed and I was like, oh, yeah, this video ain't meant for me. But God was kind of like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. This one mistake that you made or these few mistakes that you've made where you went and fed your flesh does not now qualify you as this person who just feeds the desires of his flesh. Your mistakes aren't defining of who I made you to be, who I made you through Jesus. Those mistakes you just made do not define you. And I'm sitting over here like, yeah, but I still watch porn. I still did it twice. I watched it twice, you know, and I'm just kind of like, you know, you know, I gratified the desires of my face. And he was like, think of literally all these multiple times before in which. I've upheld you and, and, and you've, you've chosen me over the des- desires of your flesh. That doesn't wash away now because you've made a, a mistake. Yes, you made that mistake. Yes, I'd rather you have chosen me. But it doesn't wipe away everything that you've been doing. It doesn't just eradicate and now you're, you're, you're this failure. Now you are your mistake. That's not what it is. And so I was trying to, you know, go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So I was like, ah, man, I was trying to fight the idea like, "Ah, I can't take a compliment, can't take the the praise, can't take the thank you. I'm like, oh, yeah, all glory be to God, all glory be to God. He's like, no, you did something. Yes, I strengthened you to do it. And you still chose me. Because if we're literally going to to discredit ourselves of anything and just say, God made me, God made me, God made me, God made me on everything. Would that not be the same robots 
that we're saying God does not want as the body of Christ. God does not want robots. He's not forcing or controlling your every little minute move. Is he the real backbone to the reason why you're still standing? Absolutely. And you still are choosing him. So it's not it's not like there's nothing that you do. It's just that everything that you do is belonging of praise to God, glory being to God. Because had he not been there, you wouldn't be where you are. You wouldn't be going where you're going. So yes, praise and glory be to God. And he's still going to say, well done, my good and faithful servant. That's a compliment we're going to have to take. Thank you for choosing to serve me. And we're going to want to give him praise because thank you, God, for upholding me in all aspects of my life. I wouldn't be able to be here without you. Be able to accept the compliment. And so God had spoke to me and just said, good job. While I was trying to fight what he said, he just said, good job. Good job, David. And I started breaking down. I just started crying. I was like, that wasn't me who just said that out loud, was it? And then I felt a warm smile, a warm feeling that was like, no, I'm telling you, good job, David. And I started breaking down and crying into tears. And it felt, I felt the weight come off. I felt the weight come off. Mentality shackle broke down. It's okay to receive compliments and make sure do not forget God. If somebody gives you a thousand dollars and says, hey, I love the work that you're doing. Say, thank you. Take that compliment. It's like, yeah, we are doing work for the kingdom. And thank you, God, so much for allowing me to be in this position. And thank you for the wisdom you've been giving me. And thank you. Whatever it is. Yes. Do it all for the glory of God. And it's okay to accept compliments too from his people and be genuine about the fact like yeah no this is all for the glory of god thank you not secretly wishing that like yeah go ahead and holla at your boy like no no and this is something that we just learned today so there, there may be some more context provided upon further episodes but i think that's it for today i think that's a pretty decent episode decent way to end off like right you know communication it's okay to receive compliments and i believe there was something else that we discussed there was a third thing in there but i hope this episode was blessing to you i really 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 thank you guys so much for listening um Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Uh, if you liked it, go ahead and leave a like. Go ahead and let me know. Talk to me on the Instagram. The DMs are open. Um, all the links to the socials, uh, if you're feeling led to give the the different ways to give to the different areas of word of reason, are in the description down below. Um, hopefully this provided new perspective, more understanding, and more reason to your life, to your understanding. Um, 
thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of the word of reason podcast and i'll see you guys in the next one also how y'all like the background how y'all like the the pizzazz <laughs> <coughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for uh for listening. I'll I and watching. I will see you guys in the next one. Peace. All right, man. <laughs>